most ghost stories mm-hmm. actually um the way this one started out uh actually uh hello and welcome to boo <laughs> actually <laughs> no they were just talking about that it. for the actual discussion um our intros have zero consistency <laughs> welcome so i'm your host emily faye coleman and this is the weirdest uh most labor intensive episode that i have done so far well you know um yeah today i'm joined by uh one of the hosts of thinking sideways a beautiful podcast uh, I think I've mentioned them on here before. Uh, this is Devin. Hi. Hi. I'm the only girl on it. So you can probably pick her up by her voice. Probably. Um, <laughs> be weird if you couldn't. I don't know. I, uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe Steve sometimes sounds a little bit like me. Yeah, but you don't go up at the end of every sentence. I don't? <laughs> I'm going to feel real bad if he listens to this and the first thing he hears of me talking about him is his inflection. I'll tell him just not to listen. There you go. I'll just lie. I'll be like, it's a really bad podcast. You don't want to listen. He won't be one of the tens of people who listen to this. Listen, that's how we started out too. We started out with tens of people. We actually, after our first year, had this huge celebration where we were like, we have, I think we have a thousand subscribers. It's amazing after a year. Okay. Yeah. Of putting out episodes every once a week. week. Yeah. For a year. Actually, back then we were doing like lots of shorts and stuff too. And we were like, we have a thousand <laughs> listeners. It's amazing. <sighs> yeah. Uh, hitting. But ten- that was pre-serial. Sorry. Oh God. I did not enjoy cereal. I didn't listen to it, but it, that was kind of the genesis of the popularity. I'm of kind of an asshole genre. where if like someone talks about something a whole bunch, then I, I don't want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So Serial, S-Town, uh, Dirty John. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch Game of Thrones for like a year and a half. Okay. Well, you were just robbing yourself. I there. was. It's an amazing show. And True. I still haven't seen Pacific Rim. So. Oh, yeah. No, don't do that. Uh, really? Yeah. No. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> Ghosts. Uh, this has nothing to do with what we were going to talk about. So um, I'm going to start reading from my notes. So usually uh, from the other three episodes, you know that I pick out like two ghost stories, tell them to the guest who offers their commentary. Uh, by the way, interrupt me whenever you want. If you have something to say, it's going to happen. A lot. Um, so for this episode, we're going to work through a timeline of a ghost story that's in progress. Kind of. Uh, yeah. He hasn't updated in like a week. Oh, I guess he has been updating in this year. It's on Twitter, which is a weird place for a ghost story to unfold, which is why I was like super interested in this. Yeah. And it's the story of Dear David, as chronicled by Adam Ellis, who's allegedly being haunted. I'm just going to preamble this, so I'm going with it, by saying that um, I read recently that apparently this creator, Adam, what's his name? Ellis. Ellis, um, has a book deal. He does. Uh, he has a book coming out later this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I admit that when he first started posting about it for like the first like two weeks, I was like, okay, this might be a thing. And then, um, you know, when something starts getting like too real and you're like, oh, it's fake. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't my my experience with it. But yes, I do know um, exactly what you're talking about. Like it, it just started getting too like there was too much evidence. And I know that is like a weird, shitty thing to say, but uh hauntings that have more of a credence to them don't have this kind of evidence to back it up well you know that that's part of it 
for sure um this yeah. podcast has definitely changed my belief of whether or not ghosts are a thing it's it's been disappointing yeah 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 when you go looking for evidence of things it's usually it's like learning santa isn't real but but santa is real he is he definitely is i'm sorry it looks like i'm being really rude and sitting on my phone but i'm just pulling up this thread so i can follow along with you um so basically what we're gonna do is i have written out a timeline i've condensed it a little bit because it is so long it's bonkers and i didn't even realize it was that long until i like tried to reread it um and there's there's so many elements yeah and in his defense it's a pretty good story um oh sorry to circle back to what i was saying about the book is that i somebody i saw a tweet from somebody they were like obviously this is the book it's dear david is the book he's coming so he out has with. a book deal other than his book of comics that's coming out later the year I don't know. I mean, I know he's saying it's a book of comics, but interesting. It I mean, could be, he's been drawing comics of Dear David, so interesting. If it turns out to be like a graphic novel of Dear David, I will a hundred percent give him all of my money to read it. I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't because I'm just annoyed with him. <laughs> um, no, I've definitely been talking about this with people, and it's like he does have a book coming out. And so when he started the story, he didn't have a ton of followers. And now he has literally all the followers, people interacting with him. It's genius. Yeah. If not a little, a lot. Uh, I can't think of the word. Shady? Shady. That's yeah. the word. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Also, because his comics aren't that good. <laughs> I don't think they're that good. Um, I know they pop up a lot on like buzzfeed list but then i realized he works for buzzfeed so, so that, um anyway we are gonna get into the story sorry um he's not gonna listen to this if he does um i like your facial hair sir it's good you have good good beard <laughs> it begins in august 2017 oh my god i'm not even there yet i've been scrolling for an hour and a half but i'm not <laughs> even there yet Okay. Um, So the story begins with a series of tweets. It also has a series of tweets in the middle and the end because that's all it is. It's the whole thing is tweets. Uh, Adam Ellis was was experienced. Way to write my notes. Uh, Adam Ellis experienced a occurrence bout of sleep paralysis in which he saw a small boy with a giant dented head sitting in a rocking chair at the foot of his bed. The little boy began to, and I quote. shambled towards him at which point adam woke up uh the next series of updates relate another dream where he had a girl approach him in a library and asked if he had seen david she then explained that he's dead no shit obviously uh, and he can only be seen at midnight okay and that you can ask him only two questions i this is this 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 exact time is exactly when i was like this is bullshit <laughs> Cause, uh, cause, okay, it's one thing to be like, well, I don't know, my house is haunted and it's like creepy yeah, and weird. But as soon as you're like, and then a little girl walked up to me at the library and she said, "Do you know David?" Like, uh, that's the immediate time where this is just even in dream any. form, it's a little plot convenient. Yeah. Um. So she said that you can ask him two questions only if you begin them with "Dear David," and also you're never supposed to ask more than two questions or he'll kill you. Seems a bit extreme, but okay. But whatever. Fine. Fine. A few weeks later, Adam had another dream where David was sitting in the rocking chair near the bed again uh, without so much as a, hi, how are you? Adam asks, mm-hmm. dear David, how did you die? To which David replies, an accident in a store. <laughs> to which David just 
gestures to the giant gaping hole in his head. That that thing? What yeah. the fuck do you think, sir? It's not a tumor. <laughs> it might have been. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so then Adam asks, dear David, what happened in the store? And David answers, a shelf was pushed on my head. Pushed. Cool. So now we have a murder. Um, Adam asks who pushed the shelf. And hopefully even paying attention, I can recognize that he fucked up. Yep. He did not start with dear David. But, but also that was a third question. And a third question. Sorry. Is there a loophole? Because he didn't say dear David. I don't think so. There's I think you just ask the two questions. It's Simon Says Rules. Yeah, you don't get a follow-up. It's like 20 questions, you know? You have to think about it carefully. Because, like, obviously he's dead. Yeah. Um. So he could have just started with, like, who killed you? Because that's not... Yeah. Dear David, why do I look like I'm homeless? <laughs> Dear David, <laughs> how do I get more followers on Twitter? by asking david yeah we died uh so fortunately adam woke up before anything else could happen he also apparently researched any deaths involving stores and boys with d names nothing came up i i think he lives in new york that's a big search he lives in new york city someone's got to have died in a a child named david which is not like a super rare name surely a child named david in the entire history of the new york city city the new york city the new york city city the entire history of new york city there we go a child named david died by a shelf falling on their head yeah i'm even, i'm like a hundred percent yeah I'm actually i'm a thousand percent sure i didn't do my research on that um because this is not a history podcast yet <laughs> yet um so where were we uh there's some cat stuff yeah um so around the same time as he fucked up and asked three questions uh adam is given the chance to move to a larger apartment upstairs in the duplex he accepts moves and the david activity ends for a while theoretically because david lost track of him okay that's not how ghosts work but okay adam fine (laughs) he is just haunting that downstairs basement well maybe i mean that is that is how some that is work, how that right? works sometimes but but if you're like really interacting with the ghost like that you personally are probably being haunted well it's like when uh lee when i was writing the insidious movies um he made notes and he's like what is the first thing you do when your house is haunted you move yeah um and it didn't help because i'm not gonna spoil the insidious series for you mm-hmm. it's been out for a while um so that's true yes yes uh, reports started to come in that his cats were acting strangely. When I say reports, I mean Adam said on Twitter that his cats were acting strangely. He posted some videos. He did. Granted, we don't have backstory. Like, I don't know how his cats normally behave. Yeah. It looks like normal cat behavior to me, but... Um, yeah, cats, they're weird on their own. Yeah. Like, this one just stares in the corners. She's doing it right now. He? She. She. Lucille. She's doing it. I heard you say that when I came in and then I was like, well, it's, I don't know. It's a boy cat, maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Cats don't know what gender is. That's probably true. All cats are girls and all dogs are boys. That is how that works. Yeah. Um, they are the same breed. I have not once met a girl dog. No, or a boy cat. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> don't tell <yell, yell> Chibuzo. <laughs> so, reports, Adam cats uh would gather in front of the front door every night around midnight and stare at the crack between the floor and the bottom of the door that is creepy and weird but they're also cats yeah um the fact that they did it with some regularity 
Maybe a little weird. Well, I mean, kind of, except for I'm not totally clear on how his home situation is set up. From what I've been able to garner from looking at the photos constantly for the last like two weeks. Yeah. Um, so there's his living room and it opens onto a landing. Um, where other people might be walking. Where past. other people might be walking. There's only two units in that building. So there's his apartment that opens out onto that landing, and he is the top floor of a two-unit building. And then there are stairs that go down to what I assume is the first floor. Um, but he's the only unit on the top? He's the only unit on the top. Okay. Then it's creepier, because I was going to say, well, he lives in an apartment. Well, yeah, like if it happened here, like there, I, there are four other units on this floor yeah. or this hallway, um, but he is the only person on that that top floor. But again, cats are really weird. And also, we don't have definitive proof that he didn't make them do that. Or that there was more than one occurrence. Yeah. There's, there, there are two videos that he posted on two different days. And then he took a picture one day of him holding a clock that had like midnight on it and the cat's looking. But it was an analog clock. So, yeah. <laughs> well, even if it was a digital clock. You could still. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty easy to mess with your phone times. So after six nights, allegedly, of this, Adam checked out the door and he thought he heard something on the other side. He took a picture through the peephole, which I didn't know you could do. Um, I didn't know it would turn out. But he captured what looks like a gray, swirly, smudgy thing that may mm. have had some kind of human form. You know exactly what it, how it would turn out because you saw the picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not good. And it just kind of looks like there's some schmaltz on his... I'm actually looking at them right now. Oh, yeah. Some schmaltz on his peephole on the outside. <laughs> Hmm. I heard it as I said it. <laughs> That's going to be the episode, the episode, episode title. title. <laughs> Schmoltz on his peephole. <laughs> it does. I mean, it doesn't. Those pictures are a lot less scary when you're looking at them in the daylight. But the first time I did my read through, I was like in the bath and my candle candle burnt out. So it was just like in the dark looking. It was mm -hmm. awful. Yeah. Um, Schmoltz on his peephole. Cool. Um, oh, it doesn't really look like the the stuff is moving it looks like it's in the same spot which is why i it makes me think it's just well someone had to draw the outline of a head for me to like even then it was it kind was. of like uh, you could draw the outline of a head anywhere um as a result he put a line of salt in front of his front door and went to bed which uh fake or not like he had to clean that up later so congrats for your dedication to the cause yeah, I mean, you know, vacuum. Yeah. Or your cats, maybe. I don't know. Is it salt? Okay, we just... Oh, yeah, it is salt. Because we just had this on my podcast. We went through a little bit of... I was like, it's chalk, it's not salt. And then we got a bunch of emails, and they were like, no, no, it's salt. So it's salt. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if salt's actually like a demon thing outside of the show Supernatural. I think it is. Okay. I guess they had to get it from somewhere. I just I don't see it coming up a lot, except in like Supernatural and Hocus Pocus. I got it from um, there was this really amazing TV show called Paranormal State. Oh yes, did you ever watch that? I remember this, where it was these like college students from Penn State that were like also paranormal investigators, and like one of them was like super religious Wiccan, and one of them was like a priest, like a super Christian guy, and like. It was just this weird, I don't know. It was, I don't know why I watched so much of it, but I did. I watched a lot of it. And that's, that was my first exposure to okay. the idea of salt and chalk, both. 
Okay, sure and I think it comes up a little bit in voodoo practices, but this isn't a voodoo podcast. Are you sure? Could be. Uh, it, you have as, time to change. As of right now, it isn't, but oh, okay. I'm sure I'll get into it at some point later. I'm sure you will. Um, <laughs> so, salt. And then, Thursday, August 10th, three days after the initial tweeting began. And I'm on my second page, and I'm only on August 10th. So, he documented the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, True. So, using an app that records sounds during the night, Adam picked up 33 sound occurrences, one of which was a snapping sound that might have been a step, one that was five to, second, five to seven seconds of an electrical crackling. Both of these recordings were made between 2 and 3 a.m. He uploaded the sounds to SoundCloud. There are no timestamps. And um, it's a little suspect, but... Super suspect to me, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. I grew up in an old house that was probably haunted, but maybe not. Um, but even then, like, it looks like from the pictures, it's an old house. And um, it, though they crack. I mean, like, they Annie, settle. Well, Annie has cats, and cats make weird noises. And yeah. And one of the sounds also was a groan. And, like... I don't know, people groan in their sleep sometimes. Yeah, I think he stated that he there was a crackling and then he groaned in his sleep. Um, well, then he probably was like, <laughs> my sleep app does this sometimes um, before I told it to stop listening to me. Um, I was like, <laughs> record snoring. And one morning I woke up and it was like, you snored for like a minute last night. And I was like, okay, I'll listen to that. And it was just like me like turning over in bed and the sheets like rustling yeah. against and then like going, uh right like uh. yeah well and i i mean i refuse to use those apps just because i don't need to know what happens when i'm asleep yeah no i i uh i heard that recording and i was like i don't need you to be recording if i'm snoring yeah um and plus it could be like the bed shifting there's the electrical crackling i'm not sure but there's also like interference it sounds like interference yeah i would agree with that which i guess even if it was a ghost it would still technically be interference yeah old it's electrical it's a broad word something um so it was pretty uneventful for a couple days uh until what i have labeled the polaroid incident (laughs) okay so this should be very fun to describe catching up sorry medium no it's fine um the polaroid incident there it is found him yes adam got himself one of those cute polaroids that do the like credit card size photos um i have one it's cute i Um, want one yeah. The film is expensive as shit. Yeah, I bet. So, it's, I think it's Nikon, not Polaroid, but it does instant develop photographs. It's called an Instax Mini 9. Yes. Um. So, he took a few photos with the camera, nothing too unusual, until he tried taking pictures in the hallway, and those pictures turned out all black. Um. And apparently not the same kind of all black as, like, an undeveloped photo or one where your finger is in front of the lens. I haven't tried this in my own home because like i said the film is very expensive yeah well when you've got 10 million followers on when you've Inst- got on twitter comic money <laughs> then you too can afford to rip open an entire pack to just see what it looks like it killed me when i saw this picture i was like dude that's that's a dollar in exposure yeah yeah i don't know i question this a lot yeah it's it's weird um so he also tried taking a photo of the open front door from inside the apartment and only the hallway was blacked out but the thing with polaroid cameras um especially these is that they have several different flash settings and i'm assuming the hallway was dimmer than the apartment and Mm -hmm. also the flash wouldn't have reached out so that's fairly explainable 
Yeah, there's this picture here, which I'm just like showing across the room, where somebody's just like, yeah, you took a picture of a dark hallway. Yeah. Bro, ham. That's his name now, bro ham. <laughs> well, like their, their exposure is really picky. Like I have pictures from Crater Lake this summer that are just like a white background and then a very pale boyfriend standing in front of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're they're really picky with exposure. Um, yeah, and he tried. He was like trying to prove it, so he took a picture with his finger covering the lens and one without. And yeah, it looks different because all he did, like I'm, I'm so sure that he just didn't turn on the flash. Actually, the flash comes on automatically. Okay, well, whatever happened, mm-hmm. he just took a picture of a dark thing that like didn't get any light to it. Well, I don't know. And, and like you can fully cover it by like just putting your whole hand in front of it. Mm-hmm. It's not super difficult. Yeah. I just I don't know. It's dumb. <laughs> don't believe him. Uh, after the Polaroid incident, Adam saged his apartment, went to sleep again. Uh, he dreamed of a shrunken David glaring at him from that rocking chair that he probably should have taken out of his room when this started. Yeah. Uh, another dream a few days later consisted of David leading Adam through a warehouse resulting in a real life bruise on Adam's forearm. Although he did say that it could have been from something the previous day. I bruise it's, a lot. Oh, yeah. I have I still have a bruise from like this summer. Like it's just a remaining. Yeah. Mostly whenever I hear these kind of things where they're like, I don't know. And then this mysterious bruise appeared. I'm like, if that is the, your marker for paranormal activity, then I am personally haunted this so almost, much. This almost never happens to women because I feel like we spend at least 70 percent of our lives trying to figure out how we got yeah. bruised it's always just a, some dude who's like oh, i don't know i've never had a bruise before this is weird you've never run your shin into the coffee table come on you have it's just that when men do it they're like oh my god it hurts so bad yeah and um, they make a big deal out of it and then they know exactly where they got that bruise yes men are babies <laughs> sorry men but also not sorry because we have to take care of you when you're sick not all men or something <laughs> probably <laughs> that effect uh so it was about at this point when i was writing out my notes that i realized how much stuff was going on in the story so i'm kind of editing it yes it's a lot because we're still in august and adam yeah. updated the story last week as of this recording yeah. so it gets very drawn out um there's a whole weird thing with a warehouse that was suddenly abandoned at one point there was a hearse parked in it we're gonna do some bullet points and i know devin likes bullet points they're my favorite thing i'm so excited um, so we started getting calls from an unknown number at 1030 after the cats gathered around the door. It went on for a couple days. Uh, he answered the call at one point. Uh, there was some static. Someone said hello. Uh, he gets a nanny cam and uh, it picks up the rocking chair that he had moved into the living room rocking a little bit. It also picks up something getting knocked off the wall. He moved the chair out to the hall, which, you know, good move. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, we yeah, I saw that video too. The one where like something just falls off his bookshelf, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, it's not like that's less convincing than the chair, but also it. Yeah, I also have a problem with. <laughs> Sorry, just soapbox for a second. This chair is like clearly like a not not IKEA, but like some kind of super like modern kind of yeah. yeah like a fake postmodern mm-hmm. or fake mid-century sort of thing where it, it's not old yeah so he keeps trying to make this thing about the chair but like clearly not 
he needs to stop making chair try to try to make chair <laughs> well happen. if you're gonna make it be a chair like make it be an old chair yeah old chairs are inherently creepy yeah geez anyway sorry <laughs> off my soapbox now uh, a week or two later it catches his cats playing with something invisible a bug uh, one of the cats periodically gets up on its back legs and swats at something uh, that was a little creepy to see just because it was like a cat sitting on the couch like meerkatting um, yeah yes agreed um that is creepy but also you know i grew up with dogs not really cats but you know they do that creepy thing where they're just like <gasps> sorry for everyone who's listening because this translates really well <laughs> into <laughs> audio uh where they just like suddenly look in one direction like really intensely for a while yeah and then like oh no it was nothing uh he still has weird dreams uh none of them include david so i didn't include them because they don't matter yeah geez adam what are you doing stay on topic here uh he goes to japan for a while people who are watching the house say it's fine uh in japan he sees a statue that has a baby with its head dented oh that was one of my favorite things ever when he's like this ancient japanese statue well first of all his his whole like premise here is like oh i was just walking around japan just randomly walking with no nothing in mind and i just you know definitely didn't google local art pieces before i went yeah i just like like to wander and see what i find and i came across the statue in a park i couldn't find any real information about it online but it was weird and pretty first of all bullfucking shit you couldn't find information about it online that's what the internet is for is for weird shit in japan let's be honest here (laughs) and he's like i was taking pictures of it from different angles because uh i don't know i needed a reason to and then i saw this weird baby with his head kind of misshapen i don't know maybe i'm overreacting doesn't feel like nothing calm down dude is that a direct quote yeah (laughs) i was just reading his tweets (laughs) i just don't believe it i don't believe that he couldn't find any information about this that he didn't explicitly like look it up yeah it's like you're googling kids named david who are injured in stores but you're not looking up art pieces that have dented baby heads come on man Mm. consistency Japan, some light bulbs burn out at an alarming rate. No proof. Um, in mid-October, the LED strip on his TV tweaks out and dies. It's a standard haunting business. Like, if he had just done this, I might have believed him. Yeah. Uh, he hears scratching at the front door one morning. He takes a picture through the peephole. There's, again, kind of an outline of a head. No, this one is ridiculous. This one is like... I. All I see is a picture. It's just it's just like dust in front of a camera. It literally is. Plus, it's through a peephole. Yeah, it's just it's not even honestly, it looks like it's a picture of a camera lens. That's all it looks like. And then somebody drew a head and I still don't even see it. It's a vague head. It's like not even a anyway. Sorry. I clearly absolutely believe in this thing. Oh, definitely. A long stretch of silence. It seems to be okay. And then there's a hearse in the warehouse, which I mentioned before. Uh, Then he sees someone watching him from the roof of the building next door. He tries to take a picture. That's not there. I didn't really get that. I mean, there could be someone on the roof looking at him. Like, that's not weird. It's a roof. People are on roofs. Well, it's a little weird. Well, there was somebody's on the roof looking at you. But it was at night. But there were also no pictures of the person on the roof. Um, he just got pictures of the roof. Well, kind of. They're like dark pictures. 
So I don't know what I. So I don't know, like if I don't, I just don't believe it. Yeah. Again, it's like the the name of this should not be your dear David. The name of this should be. I tried to get a picture of it and failed. <laughs> We're getting into the the fun part. Yeah. The yes. part where I I stopped buying it entirely. Great. Perfect. Um, so about a week later, Adam has another dream slash sleep paralysis slash sleep paralysis episode where David is sitting in a chair by his bed. Different chair. Uh, this time in his dream, he manages to grab his phone and snap pictures as David advances on him. Uh, right as David reaches him, Adam wakes up. Um, but when he checks his phone, there's a series of photos of a boy with a dented head sitting in the chair and then moving towards him. And he posted those pictures and... Um, they're creepy pictures. They're very, very creepy, and they are unsettling out of context. But um, yeah, we're getting to this point where it's like he's suddenly he's gonna get pictures of dear David, right? Yes. And they're creepy because the doll that he uses to be dear David is kind of creepy. It is. It reminds me of those my buddy dolls. Um, yeah. With the. And I, I think that might be what it is, but just like a slightly altered one because it does have the dented head. And it's it's wearing, as far as I can tell, a striped shirt and overalls. Yeah, I think so. And that kind of... It's kind with, of like a Chucky doll. A and honestly, bit, yeah. it looks... It really does look like he might have just made it himself. But the shoe bit, I think, is where I really was just like... <laughs> that's. I think that's about when I contacted you about this. I think too. it was. I think I might have even said something on Twitter about it. Yeah, like it, <laughs> it happened as we were making plans for this. Yeah. And I was like, great. The shoe happened and I was like, I think that probably was like, I think I retweeted it and I was like, okay, this is. Yeah. What? No, this is not good anymore. <laughs> and you were like, hey, do you want to come talk about this? And I was like, absolutely. Um, so usually this. that would be the end of these kind of stories. Uh, but it's not. Uh, so one night there were a series uh was a series i don't know grammar's hard yeah it was a series of loud crashes above the apartment um which is weird because like we said he is on the top floor and after stepping in a tiny pile of debris while he was going down the stairs adam discovers a weird hatch in the hallway ceiling sure this is my favorite this is your favorite part yes um so adam did what any sane person does and orders a 30 dollar pole off of amazon that's a lot of money for a pole. <laughs> like, just go down to the Home Depot. Better yet, just go to, like, the corner. You live in New York. I feel like even a really big broom could have done the job. Yeah. Unless he's super short. I actually don't have that frame of reference. I don't either. I think he's not, but... He could be five feet tall, and I wouldn't know, and he would need that $30 pole. But... Maybe maybe i don't he just also didn't say how long it was he did not um i think he posted a picture of his amazon order that states how long the poll was it's too long too long of a poll um <laughs> but then he goes away for thanksgiving and the poll gets there after thanksgiving mm-hmm. he pokes <laughs> poke poke uh the hatch opens and a small old leather shoe falls out <laughs> just, i'm just reading it out loud and it, <sighs> So a small old leather shoe falls out. Uh, it's also, I'm sorry, this is a point where I really need to read some of these tweets again, too, because like the way he talks about it is just like, God, 
Calm down. And there's a video of it. Yeah, there's a video of it. And he goes, I jumped out of the way and practically fell down the stairs trying to dodge whatever it was that fell. At first, I thought it was a dead squirrel, which would honestly explain a lot. I hit It hit the stairs, bounced down the first few to the first floor. I went upstairs to get my phone and collapsed the pole because that's why it was $30 because it was a collapsible pole. Um, since it's so long and unwieldy. You pay for luxury. Yeah. Uh, and went back downstairs to investigate the object that fell. At first, I wasn't even sure what it was. It was dingy, faded, and black. I picked it up and realized what it was. It was a small other shoe. Where did he get the shoe to put it in the hatch? Can you Google Is that, that a real question? Is that an eBay purchase? It could have been. Um, it could have been like a weird doll store. Goodwill. Like he went to the Hobby Lobby and got yeah. a doll shoe. Yeah, I mean, he might have. Um, Hobby Lobby or, you know, again, he lives in New York. So like they any costume everything. shop yeah. in New York is going to have them. So now he's got a small leather shoe. Uh, and then he calls his landlord, uh, who has a real big fucking ladder. And all the landlord finds up in the hatch is an old marble. There's nothing up here. Except this marble. But then he was like, oh, wait. I watched him reach up into the emptiness with his free arm, and when he pulled it back, he had something small and round in his hand. This is going to make a great novel. Oh, man. I mean, really? Like, that's the thing that's, like, upsetting? I don't know. Uh, He's going to make so much money off this. He really is. If he hasn't already. I would love the movie rights to this, if I'm being honest. Yeah. You should Uh, try right now. It's too bad that intellectual property thing exists. Get on that train before it pulls out of the station. Yeah. Uh, so some weeks go by. December comes. Adam is still plagued by a general feeling of dread and what I'm told is paranoia. Uh, he installs an app that takes pictures every 60 seconds because apparently the nanny cam cord wasn't long enough. So this is serious because his his phone store is just going to just take it take a dive if mm. it's taking pictures every 60 seconds I all mean, night that buzzfeed money though he's probably got a big old storage phone he's got the biggest iphone the biggest one um so he sets up the phone on a bookcase which is apparently seven feet up uh he goes to bed and guess who shows up to stare and then move towards him surprise it's david Yay! the creepy doll it's david moving closer and closer and i think at one point he was like standing on the bed next to him it was really weird to look at. Yeah, my favorite one is the last one. It's this one where oh, it really with the- honestly just looks like it's the side of Trump's head. <laughs> like Donald Trump just broke into Adam's apartment. It's, well, um, David gets right up on the camera and it's the the head, like the side of the head with this weird, like gross stringy hair and like a fucked up ear it is genuinely like donald trump hair yeah it's plus like a little bit of a weird ear um situation it's it's really like i hate even like thinking about the hair it's just that yeah it's really gross and we're next we're treated to a nice interlude from montana Mm -hmm. in which adam finds tiny footprints in the snow underneath his window um my my other favorite thing on this is always like (laughs) He like at the end of each of these interludes, he's always just like, even now, all I want to do is sleep. <laughs> he's like, seriously, he does this like uh, at the end of every single one. He's like, I just want to sleep. Um, like, so with the okay. snow uh, footprints under the window, there's only one set of prints in the snow. And like, maybe that's when Jesus was carrying David. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think so? Honestly, these prints don't, they don't look like prints. It looks like honest to god looks like a bird caught like a rabbit or something like that's what that looks like to me 
in it the snow. It kind of does, yeah. You know? Like, ugh, calm down. So we have uh, one more dream. Oh, yeah, one more dream. Well, uh, he said after he got back home from Montana that um, he felt David watching him from corners. The photo app stopped picking up anything, but he knows that little asshole's there. He can feel it. <laughs> there is one amazing picture from like recently. Uh, on but... January 2nd, we received the last update as of this recording. <laughs> the picture's so good. Adam described a dream where David was hovering in a corner, mouthing words he could not hear. Then David was hovering above him. Suddenly, he dive-bombed down towards Adam, and Adam woke up. He checked his phone, and there was but one photo of interest, a very blurry David hovering above him. Literally hovering above it's him. It's not, but he's not hovering. He's in motion. Like, Adam dropped the doll. <laughs> I didn't even think about like, that. Like, look. Like, he's clearly falling oh, definitely. down. He's um, in motion. That is a big doll. In this photo. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a life-size yeah. doll. Oh, here it is. Uh, here's the next one. This is the last one that we've gotten so far. But it's on the same lines of the the sleep one. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't know what to do here. I'm at a loss here. I just don't know. And that's the last we've heard. This was 10 days ago. Adam. Maybe Adam's dead. Um, apparently, he's still alive because he's been posting on Instagram. Oh. Um, uh, so apparently, his Twitter is just for it's just Dear, Dear David, David at now. this point. So you can follow his story on Twitter at Moby Dickhead, Moby underscore Dickhead, which is, is dickhead the best part of this whole story. Yeah. Um, and maybe don't tell him that we were making fun of him. You can. We're not the only can, ones. Yeah. I don't own you. <laughs> Do what you want. I don't own you. Uh, so we're going to. That's the contract actually with podcasts. Yeah. Because if you listen, the podcaster owns you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I own a lot of people. You should use that power. For evil. Yes. Um, so we're going to take a small commercial break uh, for a word from our sponsor, which I'm sure will come up. This episode of Ooh-Ha-Ha is brought to you by David's Unstable Shelf Emporium, with shelves so wobbly you'll think it was a murder. Come browse our selection of fine, fine wobbly shelves that are guaranteed to dent the shit out of your toddler's head. We are located on Broadway, right across the street from Big Al's Single Hearse Outlet. Come on and see us. This episode is sponsored by the whatever fucking book Adam Ellis is writing. Yeah. You heard it here first. All right. Welcome back. So um, that was the only story we're going to do that I wrote or that someone else wrote and I copied, whatever. Um, We're going to do a listener email now. My favorite part of the show because our listeners write better stories than I do. (laughs) Definitely better than Adam does. (laughs) I was going to say, Adam wrote a story. This is from Sarah, who is the person who told me to listen to Thinking Sideways. Perfect. (laughs) Um, I think I started with the lead mask episode. That was an early one. It was. And then I went to Elisa Lamb, which is one of my favorite uh, general stories. Yeah, that one's weird. It's uh, creepy as shit, but also like really sad. It's definitely explainable, but it's a bummer. Yeah. It's not a bummer that it's explainable. Uh, No, it's like a bummer. Yeah. That she was just like had this breakdown. It's a huge bummer. Yeah. It's a bummer when people have breakdowns. Um, I actually, I, I feel creepy admitting this, but when I was in LA last year, um, I went to that hotel, the Cecil. Yes, and poked or the Stay on Main, as it is now. Oh known. yeah, that's right. Um, that's something. And I poked one. around a little bit, and my friend made me go in the elevator, <laughs> mm. 
and it it's a nice hotel honestly like it's got a super nice lobby yeah, but i couldn't i wouldn't do oh it. no i would definitely wouldn't Mm-mm. stay there especially Mm-mm. since richard ramirez uh, used to hang around there yeah um, and then we went to the bookstore that she was allegedly at which is just a cool bookstore that i would go to I yeah would definitely it's really cool uh, so this is a listener email from sarah who says and everything from this point on is a quote unless stated otherwise um hello boo-ha-ha i have a childhood nightmare for you oh good uh so i had this doll when i was probably six or seven. Oh, it's perfect for this one uh this was we have sound effects now yeah i hired a crew of skateboarders to give you that nice early 90s feel yeah from when i was a kid uh so this was the early 90s and she was a very 90s doll she was super plastic had a big crazy hair and when she and she came with this toy camera uh, the whole concept was you would point the camera at her, press the button, and whenever it would flash, she would move. Ooh. Like she was posing for the camera. As far as I was concerned, it was basically magic. She was cool. Her name was Susie Snapshot, and Susie Snapshot was my favorite goddamn doll. And there is a photo of Susie Snapshot. Oh, God. This is that's like a creepy, a really creepy idea anyway, right? Yes. That like... Anytime you take a picture, she'll move. Yeah, I don't want my dolls to move. I was creeped out uh-huh. enough that I had this Barbie that you could program to say your name. What? Yes. Um, I don't know how exactly it worked, but it was a Barbie, and she came with this little, like, desktop. But you would sit her in the desktop and then program her with a computer program, and then you could press a button on her back, and she would, like, say your name and stuff. Hmm. But she didn't move on her own, which is... The issue that I take with this. Um, if you ever want some real nightmare fuel, search for her on YouTube and watch the original commercial. It's horrifying. And I did watch the original commercial. And it is horrifying. I would like to watch it. It is so aggressively 1991. Mm-hmm. I carried Susie around everywhere. Uh, I even made her a place to sleep in a basket at the foot of my bed. Ugh. Is she a basset hound? Yeah. Uh, one morning I woke up to a mechanical whirring sound coming from the floor. The same mechanical whirring noise Susie made whenever she struck a new pose. Okay, weird. Why is Susie moving when I'm definitely not playing with her? Uh, My first thought was that my older brother, who teased me relentlessly, had stolen the camera and was pointing it at the doll from the hallway, trying to scare me. How did it work? Sorry. Oh, we'll get get there. Oh, okay. I promise. Great. (laughs) Um, So I yelled at him to quit it and scrambled out of bed to grab Susie, still moving from the basket on the floor. Ugh. That's when I realized that the camera was face down in the basket and no one was pressing the button. And my brother wasn't anywhere near my room. This wasn't a dumb prank. Susie was doing it all on her own. (laughs) I freaked out. The only other logical conclusion was that Susie was obviously haunted. So I wrapped that doll in a blanket and stuck her in the farthest corner of the attic and I never, ever, ever played with her again. That's terrifying. Uh, And eventually I forgot about the doll. She wouldn't resurface until I was in high school after we had moved into a new house. While my mom was getting ready for a visit from my cousin and his four-year-old daughter, she started hauling up my old toys from the basement. In one of the boxes, she found Susie. You can't let her play with that, I shrieked at her. My mom just laughed. I think she thought I was joking, and I had to explain to her that no, Susie was haunted or possessed or both. (laughs) And that we needed to burn her. That is the way you get rid of hauntings. Uh, Actually, that's a trick for Adam. Yeah. Just bur- burn the house. Burn the chair. <laughs> or move. 
Mm, mm, I think burn the house. Yeah. If he if there were footprints in Montana, he needs to like burn it all. Burn it all. Actually, down. maybe burn himself. No, I shouldn't suggest Self-immolation, that. Self-immolation probably not the best. Yeah. But uh, you know, document it on Twitter. See how it goes. No, don't do that. <laughs> Uh, burn her for the first time i heard the whole story and by the time i was finished she was laughing again she called my dad in and asked me to repeat it what rude (laughs) rude (laughs) that's so awful my dad listened to the story thought about it for a minute then lifted Susie up to one of the pendant lights hanging over the kitchen island to my horse she started moving again oh and then my dad pointed to the gemstone choker on the doll's neck it's a light sensor he explained you flash a light at it and that's what makes the doll move she's from minnesota so you just have to imagine all of this with like a hardcore fargo accent oh yeah i am imagining it oh geez the doll is moving (laughs) oh geez oh no mom you can't i'm I'm (laughs) rubbish at accents i'm sorry And I know she doesn't even sound like that too. Okay, so it's a light sensor. It's a light sensor in the in the doll's necklace. Okay. I uh, mean Okay. So I was just home again during Christmas and I dug around our storage room one night hoping I could snap a picture of Susie to send along with this email. Funny thing is, I looked through all the boxes of my old dolls and I couldn't find her anywhere. My mom wasn't big into garage sales, so I don't think she sold her, but I don't know where else she could have gone. Unless she's hiding in the house somewhere waiting for me. <laughs> Thanks for all the wonderful spooky ghost stories. XOXO Sarah. Oh my God. Who thought that was a good idea? I forgot to follow up and ask her if there were tiny footprints in the snow under her window. <laughs> <laughs> was there a leather shoe that fell out of the attic somehow and a tiny little marble? I guess if it's a doll from the 90s, like if she found a tiny scrunchie in the crawl space above her room. <laughs> one little component of Polly pocket just <laughs> strewn somewhere um so that was our listener email um i don't have any ghost updates for you guys i haven't stayed in any haunted houses lately that's such a bummer um i try to avoid that oh um yeah i, mean, I, guess I, I went too. to a mcminimins a few weeks ago those are all haunted which one all of them no I, but which one did you go oh, to um the one down by PSU, um, a Market Street one, maybe it's tiny. Uh, I love myself a good ruby ale though. Oh yeah, no, I know that one. I like the I like the Kennedy School one. Oh yeah, um, that one's somehow the creepiest. I the only time I've ever been there, I was very drunk and got very lost. Yeah, that's one of the reasons it's creepy. <laughs> it's so easy to get lost it's, everywhere. It's literally an old school, and yeah. if we know anything, uh. Old hotels, old schools, and no, the, old things. Old things. They're always haunted. Yeah, including old leather shoes. That that shoe's definitely haunted. So haunted. What if? What if? He should have burned the shoe. I'm just imagining like David is dressed in a fairly modern outfit. That's really yeah. I was not going to mention that, but um, yep. Oh please mention. Uh, and that shoe was very old. So like, what if the shoe belonged to another dead kid, and now he's just like super screwed himself? Yeah. So actually, yeah, the shoe looked like it was from like the 1800s. It was yeah, like, the late 1800s. It's like a leather child a leather shoe. shoe, like a well-made shoe. It wasn't. Because David looks like he should be wearing like light up sketchers or something. Well, actually, I was going to say David's like wearing like a Cosby sweater almost like it's like that weird bagginess, you know? Yeah, yeah. And 
and then like normal pants like it's not an outfit that matches that shoe i feel like this is a child that died in the 80s yeah except for with that shoe with that shoe and like a really old marble allegedly really old marble i I don't know how to date marbles i don't know if there's a way i'm sure there's some like marble experts out there who know how to do that i mean i guess if i really wanted to date a marble i could take it out for drinks and see what happens you could, but it might be kind of awkward. Um, yeah, uh, marbles aren't good at small talk. Mm-mm. Choking hazard. Yeah, definitely don't want that in your mouth. No. Um, Unless you're a child, when then apparently you want everything dangerous in your mouth all the time. So that's all I have. We did a listener email. We tore this story to fucking shreds. Yeah. Um, we're escaping ghost story from the guest because the guest is lame and doesn't have any ghost stories. Uh, I mean, if you want to read this story, like, and not look at it from a real standpoint, like, it's not bad. It's, it's very cinematic. Yeah. I was going to say it's not like written well, it's written like, um, it reminds me of like stories I would have written in like high school. Yeah. It's written like someone who's very desperately trying to convince you that it's real. Yeah, and it's just like a lit, like there's a lot, there's like too much description happening and like the weird, like, and then I like scrambled to do this thing and I, yeah, it's just like, stop, just say what you did. I think my issue with it is that uh, the man doth protest too much. Like, they could be that, like, he is trying to debunk it, but it's a very obvious, like, it's not really, but I don't think it's, yeah, he's not. Uh, yeah, I agree too that there's like too much. There's too much evidence. Yes, you know there's it's there's too much evidence, which is a weird thing to say. Yeah. Um, apparently he's had like ghost shows and stuff offer to come stay in the house, and he said no because he doesn't want it to become like a media thing. It's like, dude, you are posting all of it on Twitter. Except for that, you've made it a media thing. Yeah. Calm down. Uh, plus, I would love to see Ghost Adventures come in and <laughs> yell at David for an hour. <laughs> Oh, that would be so sad. It would. What if David's real and they're just like in there? They're just like, hey, asshole, we know you're not real. If you're real, prove it. And then they just like have the AVP and it's just like a child sobbing for like three hours straight. <laughs> just want to hear Zach Bagans go in and verbally harass a small child. Yeah, with a, the giant dent in his head. Um, and his head's really big, which is an aspect of the story that I, yeah. I don't fully get. Well, yeah, I think he's like, I don't know. He's like too old to have a head that big. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there are little kids have big heads like that, but like little kids don't also walk around and talk and stuff. I would estimate David from size to be about like three or four i was gonna say like four yeah um i also don't know how big babies are supposed to be like you could show me a two-year-old and i wouldn't you'd know (laughs) i think everybody says they like can't tell how old kids are but you can tell Uh, yeah i guess after like a year Mm -hmm. i'm not a huge baby person but um that sounds really weird i'm not a giant baby (laughs) masquerading (laughs) as a grown woman (laughs) <laughs> oh, this grown-up suit's really itchy. It's really, really uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> so just uncomfortable. picturing the episode of Ghost Adventures that would happen. Like, if it was Ghost Hunters, maybe, because they do stuff like that. But Ghost Adventures is literally just a guy in a tap-out shirt. Yeah. Screaming. Yelling. Screaming. Yeah. Um, and I, one of the guys on Ghost Adventures is actually from Portland. Really? <laughs> yeah, Aaron. Um, the 
bald one. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so Aaron, if you want to come on Boo Ha Ha. I would love to. Uh, but give then us a I call. Would have to, or give Emily a call, I would not have me. to pretend like I believe a lot of stuff. I bet you could do it. I, I you could, could probably act my way through an episode. You definitely could. All right, so this is the part where if you have plugs you'd like to share, like Twitter, your own podcast. Um, oh, yeah. Um, you should probably listen to our show. It's called Thinking Sideways Podcast. Um, we've been doing it for four and a half years now, so there's quite the catalog. There is a huge catalog. Yeah, you can find us on iTunes, um, Stitcher, um pretty actually like honestly anywhere you can find a podcast you can find us and then you can find us on social media if you like want um we're on twitter um but we're thinking sideways on twitter character limits um character limits uh we just joined instagram like literally like last week joined instagram uh we're thinking sideways podcast and then we've got a facebook group and page that you can join and stuff like that if you uh are just listening this is your first exposure to us and you want to join the group you have to answer two questions and the answers to those questions are yes and weekly <laughs> because if you've never listened you wouldn't know the answer to the second question i didn't know there were questions we in instituted it recently we have a mod team that mm -hmm. like moderates everything Probably for us good idea. which is great um but it got to be kind of like really hard for them to figure out like if people were real or not yeah because you know there are some days where we've got like 40 people wanting to join the group and we're like well, i think this is a real person that just happens to be a part of um 300 groups uh, but maybe not <laughs> it's hard to tell so a very dedicated facebook user yeah exactly and then we had a couple people join and they were like never heard the podcast but you guys are dumb and we were like okay well you don't belong here what are you doing who does that jerks assholes all of them uh, these are the same people that leave reviews after listening to the first episode yeah they are or they're the ones who leave the reviews where they're like i didn't like the topic of this one episode um, and it's a one-star review and you're like we have literally like 300 episodes what are you doing on one podcast we have a 4.5 rating mm -hmm. and it's brought down by the people who said we were unprofessional mm -hmm. and then the one person who left a three-star review because we mentioned at one point like the hide behind was like kind of like the native american skinwalker and then immediately after we were like oh wait that's not true but they were had to correct us on a thing that we said and corrected ourselves and are just dragging down our yeah the uh, good news is life isn't all reviews it's true kind of um so with that being said uh please subscribe to this on itunes or stitcher or wherever um rate us i say us i mean me rate me as a human um De determine comments. my worth we have no ratings on this podcast and it really bums me out guys so please <laughs> it helps leave a review it helps people find me um you can also find me on twitter at boohaha pod facebook at facebook.com slash boohaha pod uh, if you were the person who owns facebook.com slash boohaha or at boohaha on Twitter, you're an asshole. And email me so we can discuss some things. Uh, fun fact, despite the fact that we've been doing this for four plus years, somebody else owns the Thinking Sideways domain and all of the tags. What? They've not done anything with it since 2013. God Lord. <laughs>
Anyway, so you're not the only one. <laughs> um, so tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your barista who's always really nice to you. Just tell people about it. Um, and I will talk to you next month. And I think I have an announcement coming up. I do. I don't think I do. But we'll get to that later. Bye. Bye, guys.